You're watching Single Process with Joe and Bob. We created this video series to help you navigate the difficult process of divorce, and we hope this helps you on your journey. We are doing another segment today on random questions we get asked. All the time. All the time yeah. by friends mm -hmm. on things related to divorce. And enemies, yes. And <laughs> do, they don't fit into a particular category of our other segments, yeah. but we wanted to share this information with you. Yeah, there's so much. So we have Jill Bix with us in the hot seat, and I love this. Jill Bix is actually the consultant on that HBO series Divorce with Jessica um, what's her Sarah, Jessica Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. Okay. So she's great at this. So Jill, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I got a great I'll... lead in because I have a friend that hired a divorce coach. Huh. And she says <laughs> that this helps her communicate better with her attorney. Really? <laughs> okay. It you isn't know, Joe. <laughs> I have to say, you know, the divorce kind of, you know, corporate culture is just find, people finding ways to earn money off people's misery. I, you know, and I'm one of them, but... Well, there's so much divorce these days. It's crazy. What I would say to your friend is if she can't communicate with her lawyer, she should find a new lawyer and uh -huh. find a therapist. Because if you want to be able to, you know, deal with your emotional things, you need someone who's specifically trained. Most divorce coaches... There's no certification for a divorce no. coach? No. no. And so you no. just, okay. well, let's talk about communication with your lawyer mm -hmm. because I found this to be absolutely the make or break for me. Did they return my phone calls? Because when yeah. you're in crisis, it may not actually be important, but you feel, you feel it's it important. You feel it is, yes. You want an answer. Mm -hmm. How do you decide if your lawyer is going to be, be responsive, responsive yeah. at the outset? Because they're all going to say they are. Well, you're going to see it in, right away. Do they, when you called for, you know, an appointment, did you get a return phone call? Mm -hmm. Were you able to get in to see your lawyer quickly? Mm -hmm. When you were meeting with them, were they focused on you? Did you feel comfortable? Almost every lawyer will give you a half an hour free to just see if there's chemistry. I do that, because mm -hmm. I think it's really, really important. If, if a client can't ask me questions, isn't comfortable, doesn't understand me, it's not good for the client. Well, it's same it's for not you. Good for me. It's yeah. not right. There has to be some good chemistry, okay. Yeah. Okay. So take the time and find someone that you're comfortable with, okay. whose approach matches up with the approach you want to mm -hmm. take. If you, you know, want alternative medicine, don't go to a surgeon. Yeah. You're gonna get surgery. <laughs> okay. I, I totally hear that. Okay. But the, but the t uh, temptation is to lawyer up to match who your, you know, Right, spouse. he gets a shark, so you go get a shark, or... Is right? that necessary? Like, how do you deal with that issue? Well, if each of you has a shark, Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. Because, you know, you're just going to be prepared to spend a lot of money. And, yeah. and that's the situation. So um, a lot of times people come to me before they've even broached the subject of divorce. And I speak to them a lot about who, how to get their spouse to pick a certain kind of lawyer. Really? And we strategize about it. It's a big part of Maybe my the divorce consult. coach could do that. <laughs> yeah. Get, get your lawyer to do it. That's a great no, right. idea. Because you have said in other segments, it's important who's on the other side of the table determines how quickly the divorce goes, how expensive the divorce goes, right? And, and the, tool, the tools that are used to um, get to a resolution. So if you pick a litigator who mm -hmm. says, I'm going to, you know, no, no, we're going to settle. I'm going to be collaborative. That litigator is still going to file motions, is still going to want to take depositions. These Why? Because that's the litigation process? Yes. Okay, see, I never understood that. Yes. So when you're in a process like collaboration or mediation, it takes that contention out of the room. Yes. 
Okay. Yes. Which is really important. Yeah. All right. Okay. I want to fast forward a little bit yep. to some post-divorce issues. Uh, um, I know we started off at the yeah. back at the beginning, but yeah. now we're going to the okay. end. So tell me what happens if you um, get divorced and you have both, out, you divide your liabilities, right? So you have a credit card, $20,000, you each owe ten. What happens if your ex-spouse now, ex, doesn't pay? Who does the okay. creditor go after? So that's an excellent question, because you think, okay, here's my divorce judgment, 50-50 on the credit card. Well, technically, yes. However, what you agree with with your husband doesn't affect the rights of the creditor, the credit card company in that instance. That credit card company can still come after you what? for 100% of the debt. And then you have to go after your husband, who probably doesn't have the money. Which means you go back in court and spend more money to go after somebody who doesn't have any money. Yeah. So the idea is really try and get all your debts paid off pre-divorce or yeah. your joint debt that you could possibly be responsible for, right? Yes. And or put in to your settlement agreement what happens in the event that the person doesn't pay. But you'd share. still be having to go after them and I would like to avoid that part altogether. Yeah, you raise a good point. Like what if somebody just violates their agreement? I mean there's stuff in writing and somebody can just be like, I'm not gonna do that. Take me back to court over it. Yeah. Well it's really important to know that what you have written as an agreement as a court order is only as good as the paper that it's written on. And if people violate it, yes you do end up back in court. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why picking a process that helps you problem solve, develop and maintain a relatively decent relationship yeah. with that spouse is going to eliminate problems down the road because you're divorced but you're still together, linked financially, linked for your children, and that's something people don't really get as they're rushing to the finish line. Well, talking about the fact that you're still linked, I got a text from a friend today saying, I cannot communicate with my ex-spouse over all sorts of parenting decisions and anything post-divorce. And then I asked Who... you to pick me up a sandwich. Who can you get to help you in that process if you just, it's so acrimonious post-divorce? Yeah. Okay, so we started out the segment talking about divorce coaches and I was kind of laughing about that. Yeah. But actually in this instance, there are professionals. Usually they're mental health professionals with letters after their name and they're trained and they're called co-parent <laughs> counselors. Okay. Co a co okay. And when does this person come in to help you and your divorced, you know, ex deal with each other about limited in limited ways regarding your kids? So you don't go instead of going back to lawyers, which is expensive. Yes. And there's a kind of a built-in maybe, you yeah. know, acrimonious element yeah. to it. You're saying get a co-parenting counselor. Yes. And in okay. all of my agreements, my divorce agreements, where there are kids involved. Yeah. You write it in. I write that in. Oh, I love that. It's See, this is what, the, if you're collaborating successfully, you're proactive in what you're thinking about through the divorce. Yes. You head off a lot of garbage later. A lot later. of this nonsense. And litigation isn't about that. Litigation isn't about problem solving. It's about winning. You know, winning, but you're really not winning. Yeah, right. There's nothing to There's win. Nothing to well, win. you make the point all the time when kids are involved, stop with the winning and yeah. just come up with the best family agreement. Yeah. Everybody should be winning, right? All right, yeah. now let's go to a time when you don't feel like you're winning as a spouse who's getting paid alimony. You decide to get remarried. Mm -hmm. Does that automatically in every state just terminate your alimony or does that, is it? Yeah, what if you got your, your alimony in a lump sum up front? What do you do about that situation? So, okay, 
great questions. I love your questions. Okay. Okay, so yes. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs> your alimony terminates upon remarriage. It just does. In almost every state. Um, so you, you should lie about getting remarried. Oh, what people <laughs> do don't get married. Don't get remarried. is they cohabit, yeah. right? They live together. Even that can knock married. some of the agreements out. Yeah, even that ha can have you back okay. in court recalculating your alimony. Um, so remarriage. And, and, and if you think about it, if you're paying, let's do a little role reversal. Yep. Say your ex, you know, was the home person with the kids and you're paying alimony. Yeah. How do you feel if he's... You know, remarry. That would make me crazy. That would, yeah. So we have to kind of sometimes put on the other person's hat and understand that. Um, and so lump sum alimony, though, is done at the time of divorce. And it can't be changed and it can't be modified. So mm. if in the back of your head you think that that's in your future, negotiating lump sum alimony as opposed to periodic alimony yes. is a good, it's a good strategy. strategy. Okay. It's a great strategy. Well, I don't think it's always a good strategy because you get the cash up front, right? Well, what? it's normally at a bit of a discount okay. because you're getting it up okay. front, so yeah. it might yeah. be less. All right. What happens if you have unallocated alimony, which means you just get a general amount that includes alimony and child support when yeah. you get remarried? Can you go back and just ask for child support still? Yeah. Oh. So child support goes with the child as long as the child is still living primarily with you or in Connecticut it ha there's a different way of thinking about yeah. it um, but child support is until a child reaches the age of 18 and has okay. nothing to do with whether you're married or remarried a parent still has an obligation to to support their child. My kids are still mooching off of me. I've got kids that are past 18. <laughs> so I guess I could legally cut them off. You but could. You could. <laughs> yeah. That can happen. So you can go that. back and get okay. child support. Yes, you can. Okay. Yes. Well, I feel like that's a very fluid issue anyways, because kids' needs are changing all the time. Right. You know, we've done other segments where the kids have special needs or they have athletic right. commitments right. and things like that. Yeah. Okay. And, and so this is, again, like the perfect example of thinking, okay, I'm rushing to the finish line to get my divorce done. That's all yeah. I can think yeah. about. But the reality is, you're not done. Right. This person is in your life because you're connected financially or you're connected through your kids. Mm -hmm. Is alimony always modifiable? Can, you said something which is triggering a thought. You said it, you can put in your agreement that it's non-modifiable or modifiable. So how does that work? That's, so there, this is why you need a lawyer in yeah. this process because, and why a mediator doesn't always raise all the different options that exist. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but if you don't ask the question, you don't, you don't know. know. And yes, yeah, so you can make alimony taxable or not taxable. You can make it modifiable or not modifiable. They'll make it periodic or lump sum. There's so many different ways to play with it. You really process. need a ton of advice. Oh my gosh, there's yeah. so much to learn. I know. So we say this now. all the time. The we want to go back and get re-divorced no. after this. No, no, no. No, just have a, no I mean, just have a do-over. Not do it again. No, but just the have more a do -over. we do this, the more questions come up. And literally, like every day, friends will come to us and need advice. And most of them, I mean, by the time you decide to get divorced, you are beaten up. You yeah. just need some simple cleaning answers, and you need someone to hold your hand through it. So, yeah. I mean, really, hiring a good lawyer is probably the best thing you just said in Absolutely. this segment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, get a good lawyer. Get a good lawyer. So, thank right. you. <laughs> okay, for more information on how to go through this process effectively, please log on to singleprocess.me.